Welcome back to Reading with Nora. I'm Nora, and today we are going to be reading a book called Shyla the Seeing Eye Puppy. Ours, but not forever. Um. So I found this story in a magazine, a children's magazine called Click. And it's a great magazine for um, parents with little kids. And so I'm going to be reading the story out of the magazine. But if you have the actual book hardcover or paper cover, as always, you can read along with me from home. But if not, that's a-okay. Just find a cozy spot to listen. So, well, I'm going to let you guys have a little break to see if you have the book so that you can read along with me if you have it, but if you don't, as I said, it's okay. So, we'll be right back. Welcome back from our break. If you have the book, or if you don't, either way, it's okay. Then let's start. Shyla, The Seeing Eye Puppy. Ours, but not forever. By Susan Yoder Ackerman. Art by Thor Wickstrom. Last year, when my big brother Jed got Shyla, he said I could help take care of her. He said the whole family needed to help. Shyla was the cutest little black Labrador Retriever puppy. But we didn't get her just because she was soft and playful and roly-poly. Jed said that in about a year, he'd give Shyla back to the seeing eye, and then she'd be ready to learn to be a dog guide for someone who can't see. A year seemed like a long time back then. Now it feels way too short. I remember the day they brought Shyla to our house. She was only seven weeks old and she came home with a bag of puppy food and a lot of instructions. That night she whimpered and cried. Jed said she missed her puppy brothers and sisters. She can sleep in my bed, I told Jed. But he said Shyla could never sleep on any furniture, not even the couch. He rolled out his sleeping bag and snuggled down with her on the floor by his bed. I put my sleeping bag on the other side of her. Remember, Courtney, everything we do for Shyla is because of the blind person she'll work for later, Jed said to me. He had his arm around Shyla and his eyes were closed. Funny how Jed is usually so shy, but he would talk forever about Shyla. If her blind person wakes up in the night and needs her, Shyla will have to be there on the floor by the bed. When I woke up early the next morning, Jed was already heading out the back door with Shyla in his arms. I hurried to go along. thought maybe we'd play in the yard before breakfast. But Jed said no. It wasn't playtime. Our puppy needed to learn to go to the bathroom outside. 
Jack brought her back in right away, saying, Good dog! I did get to play with Shiloh then, but we stayed in the kitchen behind the baby gates. Mom used to keep me safe when I was little. Everything was more fun with Shiloh around. Even dinner time, Jack trained Shiloh to lie on the floor near his left foot every time he ate. That's where the blind person will need her to be, he explained. Can I give her a rat? Just one ravioli? I asked. Never, he said. No table scraps, ever. There's so much to teach Shyla. The most important thing is for her to come when she's called, Jed told me. Shyla, come! Good girl, he praised her when she ran to him right away. One time, Jed called Shyla and she came. And guess what she was dragging behind her, all torn up. It was Jed's school project, a model of the U.S. Capitol building. Jed had worked on it for weeks. You know what Jed said to Shyla? Good girl. Good girl, I asked. She tore up your project. Yeah, said Jed, picking up the pieces with a frown on his face. But no matter what, I have to praise her when she comes, so she'll always come to the blind person she's working for. Sometimes we had help with Shyla. Once a month, our whole family went to meetings with the 4-H club. Other people who were raising seeing-eye puppies came too. It was a whole room full of puppies and people. Sometimes Shyla would forget and get so excited she'd bark. Jib would shake her scuff and say, Quiet. After Shyla was 13 weeks old and had her puppy shots, we took her everywhere, on a leash of course. That was so she wouldn't be scared of anything, like the roar of the engine when the school bus turned around the corner of our street, or crowds of strangers. When Shyla saw a squirrel frisking up a tree or a raccoon snuffling around at the edge of the garden, we held the leash and taught her to keep walking forward. How could she help a blind person if she ran off to follow every animal she saw? Sometimes she whimpered a bit, but she obeyed. Jed said we had to show Shyla a lot of things to help her learn the difference between dangerous things and normal things. When she's a guide dog, if she sees some danger a blind person can't see, like a car coming fast instead of stopping for red light, she mustn't lead her owner there, even if she is told to. Full-grown seeing eye dogs and their owners are allowed to go into any public place, even a restaurant. But restaurants can say no to puppies. When we ate out, we took Shyla whenever we could. I like to think of her walking calmly into a nice restaurant someday with her blind owner holding on to the stiff leather handle on her harness. I can picture Shyla lying on the floor next to her owner, ready to help. Last week, our year was up. Shiloh went 
back to the seeing eye. She was so big and brave. Mom said it was like she was going off to college. I saw tears in Jed's eyes when he didn't know I was looking. I, I don't think I'll ever see Shyla again. She needs to bond with the blind person, Jed says. He might get letters, though, from her new owner. But I've got to get my sleeping bag now. Jed says I can sleep on the floor tonight with him and the new puppy. Rafiki is a little golden retriever, and he's homesick for his little mates. He's so sweet and soft and fun to cuddle. Mom says when I'm nine, I'll be old enough to raise a seeing eye puppy myself. I can hardly wait. Thank you for joining in for our third episode of Reading with Nora. I hope you enjoyed it as much as I did. I also hope that you tune in for our next and fourth episode. I will see you soon, and bye!